0: His name is Alexander Rossi, top five qualifying in today's IndyCar series. The third car for the McLaren team, flying those Lucas Oil colors. He joins us now, Speed Freak Spitz, and the Lucas Oil Studios. So Alexander Rossi joining us here in the Freak Nation IndyCar series. Alexander Rossi joining us here in the Freak Nation. One of the things I'm curious about when it comes to Texas, of course, it's a gnarly track. You guys are reaching speeds of about a 1, 1,500 miles an hour on that track. Hey, man, when it comes to spotters at a track that's so damn fast, do you need one about every, what, tenth of a mile to keep you guys honest on the track? Um, no. I would say that's probably
1: aggressive, you know, because we're only actually doing 987 miles an hour. Um, <laughs> so, like, you don't really need one that often. But no, it, the spotter relationship on ovals is, is super important. Um, not because you make decisions based on what they're telling you but they're kind of just a like a a subconscious reassurance if that makes sense like you you know you're clear but when they say it it's like okay like you can definitely kind of turn with confidence or whatever um and the other thing that they're super good for is kind of communicating what other cars are doing so texas in particular i think this year we're going to have two lanes kind of active during the race so they'll be able to explain kind of who's good up high who's you know using that area and then the i guess the the strengths and weaknesses that other cars have that you might not be able to see yourself
0: indycar series pilot alexander rossi joining us in lucasol studios you hear it from formula one drivers indycar series drivers if you have to think about making a move you're too late that's why i was curious about when it comes to a spotter by the time it comes out of his mouth is it that gap or that move already gone
1: yeah i think no but you're right in in the sense that you don't think about things step by step you know you're operating on a subconscious level just because the speeds are as high as they are and then you're kind of thinking about the bigger picture like what's the tire life gonna be like how's the balance changing throughout the run like are we fuel saving now and not competing against the guys that aren't fuel saving or vice versa and what cars are you racing that are on the lead lap or not so i think you're kind of thinking about all of that uh sort of thing not the i have to turn in here or i have to make sure that you know i do x y and z so the spotter again is is kind of like a reassurance and kind of a voice on your shoulder but you don't live and die by Kind of what the spotters say. Let me jump in here for a minute, Crash. In rallying, drivers and co-drivers have a language they speak all their own to each other. Do you have that same kind of language between you and the spotter? Is he telling you things that wouldn't make sense to anybody else who heard it? That's a really, That's a really good, good question. Like- um, no. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much inside, outside, clear. Five back which is like just car lengths um and then they count you down five four three two one or like you're pulling away um and that's really probably about it is you know? that normal for all tracks or just because of the speed at texas won't yeah. let him get too much out of his mouth so so honestly the reason spotters came to be was back in kind of the irl classic days when you had these races every week where cars were side by side by side by side, right? And so you if you're on the outside of a car and you're slightly in front of them, you can't really see where they are. And so the last thing you want to do at these speeds is kind of inadvertently turn down or take their lane away. Oval racing in indie cars evolved a lot to where it's a lot of single file stuff. So spotters are kind of something that's been kept on as they're helpful, but they aren't a necessity. Like they used to be a necessity and, and that's not really the case anymore. If that helps. Oh, yeah, but on road courses, without question. Not necessarily. Or no. Yeah. So, like, most teams don't even use spotters on road courses. Like, we do, because it's like, again, it's kind of like a track walk. You do it because, like, everyone else is doing it, but, like, you don't really learn anything or gain anything from it. I kind of feel the same way about spotters. Like, you don't want to leave any stone unturned because, like, God forbid, the one time that in turn one you get hit from the back and it's like, well, I told you if you had, had a spotter, that wouldn't happen. So, so that's the reason you kind of do it. But like, it's not, it's not a be all or end all, it's not like cup. And I think the reason why is because again, we don't have the racing that cup has, um, in terms of the ovals and the side-by-side stuff, the super speedway stuff. Um, and then also like, we don't want to be that close to another car. Cause like you can't have contact. So when you take all of those things into consideration, it's like it's it's still a, a pretty different style of racing um, to other series, but also what we had, you know, one or two decades ago. But what you're explaining right there, you guys in IndyCar seem to be the best of both worlds. You do have some good side-by-side racing at times, and you've got your your follow-the-leader like Formula One. It's almost like Formula One's trying to copy you guys right now with their parody. But how, why is it still not translated to the American public, do you think? Oh, that's a much bigger question and answer than we have time oh, for today yeah. but but i think you know ultimately we're still indycar is is has an upward trajectory and it has had really since i came to the series in 2016. you're welcome no i'm kidding but like it just so <laughs> happened that like 2016, 2016 winner 2016 yes. all the way through today like everything's been growing and at kind of an exponential rate but it's still recovering from something that was really really bad and so, like, it's a long road. It's not an overnight fix. And there's a lot of focus now that we have. I mean, hell, we have a docuseries coming out. We're on network TV for the majority of the races. The social media team that IndyCar has implemented, really beginning in St. Pete this year, they told us yesterday that the numbers that they had in terms of engagement from St. Pete was higher than they had for the Indy 500 last year. So, everything that they're doing is directionally correct. So, we just need like, more of it and more people and just it's it's all about money it's a spend it's a resource thing but IndyCar is does have the best product of, of all racing and they are doing a really good job of of growing it it just Like anything in racing, we'd all like to see it go faster. Well, no, you're right. Money equals something that makes things more tangible for others. All right. You brought up the docu-series, which we're all excited about, but you also said something in a tweet many, many moons ago about IndyCar. If they ever did a movie, who would you want to see playing in it? You said Jennifer Lawrence. Would she play Kate on your team? What'd she play? I mean, I don't know. Hopefully I can (laughs) hang out with her. (laughs) 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 my fiance i don't know like yeah that'd probably be better right um no i just i just love jennifer lawrence yeah she's pretty much badass who would play you i don't know like that's a hard one i don't feel like someone can answer that themselves like it has to be assigned to you right yeah i get told i look like that guy that played lucifer oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) perfect yeah. <laughs>
1: there you go. Which actually, I kind of like, I'm not mad about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, he's pretty much a badass dude. His name's yeah. escaping yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, my daughter had her first game for a tournament this weekend. She's never played in a tournament. But okay. one of the conversations that came out of this was there's a dude on, uh, there are 30 freaking soccer fields. This is one of the largest complex I've ever seen in my life. There's a guy behind me wearing an arrow hat, almost nice. identical to what you have. Of course. I say, Hey, how you doing? Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks goes, well, you know, who, so who the hell are you? I said, I see the hat that you're wearing. And I, I know the relevance of the, that hat that you're wearing. I told him why I'm asking and he could, and getting back to your conversation about the popularity of IndyCar. I'm in the middle oh, of freaking Mesa, Arizona. He says, we'll talk about where Rossi award and Rosequist qualify when you come back for the 620 game this is a dude out of nowhere with an arrow hat so that. you're reaching the middle of mesa arizona with a nine-year-old a soccer tournament i mean that's awesome like i love hearing stories about that and and yes
1: like anything in in our world right we're always about being better and finding opportunities to excel and beat competition right but like i think when you still look at the NTT IndyCar Series, like it's, it's still pretty awesome, right? And it still does reach a lot of people in a lot of different areas. And it's always cool when you are in these random small towns and you see something like I, I got a lot of that um, from my past life with like NAP Auto Parts, right? So they had these small towns that they would have auto care centers or whatever, and then there would be people that just. Knew of me and like Chase because of that. So I think that that's part of like the brand recognition. Having Arrow hats in Mesa, Arizona is awesome, and um, you know we did an event at Kroger last night for Mission Foods. So like having name brands and and that association with IndyCar is also very important. So I think that McLaren does a great job at that, and it's very good to hear. And you will have to tell us how the conversation goes. Hopefully, yes. he's happy with one, three, and five. Can't do much better uh- than that. No, you can't. Yeah. So I'm glad that the story ended there. We gotta let Alex go. But uh yeah, because I thought you were going to bring up, oh, it's a Formula One hat. So thank goodness that's not well, where thank it
0: went. God. Otherwise you'd have to take it away. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> what if I did that? If I said, Hey, uh are you Rossi Award or uh Rosequist? He'd say, Who? No, just, no, he didn't say that. He said he said let's talk about where they qualify when yeah. we get to the game at six twenty. Hey, Rossi, it's always fantastic when you're rolling here, man.